Hello and welcome to the Wake Up and Live podcast with Chantelle Simone. I am so happy that you're here and you're here for a reason. This podcast was created to shift perspectives, shift our mindset so we can truly wake up and start to live life by design and on purpose. You will hear powerful messages and interviews all around purpose, identity, and truth. So be a blessing to others and share these messages. Subscribe and follow this podcast as well as comment so that we can keep these conversations going. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode. Welcome to the Wake Up and Live show. I'm your host, Chantel Simone. It's such a pleasure having you here today. Welcome to episode 20. So we are just about a few weeks short of ending this first, the second season of the live TV show, which will be the third season of the podcast. So I'm very excited. If it's your very first time here on the Wake Up and Live show, my name is Chantel Simone. This show stands for three key things, purpose, mind mastery, and truth. Purpose, my mastery, and truth. So expect to be shifted. Expect the unexpected. Expect to hear things that you need at the right time and the right place because we're allowing greater powers to be in control. God is in control of all things. And he's just using me as a vessel at the moment to be able to pass on information to you. For those of you who don't know my story, my background is all in the world of my mastery. I have gone through many, many life challenges myself to be able to overcome and to really stay focused was a task for me. So I started to study and learn. I went ahead and just started to deep dive into the world of neuro-linguistic programming and coaching and training and all those things. And I just stumbled upon um, some certifications and, and next thing you know, I have five master certifications and, and I'm a trainer in it. And so now here it's just to, to be able to pass on the messages and pass on the learnings that, that worked for me and the people that I know and work with to be able to pass on to you. So that's why we are here. It is a live show. So I'm going to ask you guys some questions. Great afternoon, Mr. James Brown. Good to see you again. And uh, Joshua on Instagram. Hello. Welcome. Lloyd, welcome. Diana, welcome. Lester, welcome. I'm so excited to have you guys. Everyone on Facebook, Terry, good morning, welcome, welcome. Today's topic is all about handling conflict. Good morning, hey Ricky, about handling conflict. So the key question is, because none of us are void of conflict in our lives, we are going to encounter it at some point or another, how do we handle it? Now that's the key thing. How do we handle conflict? Because conflict is something that we can look at it many different ways. We can look at it as a growth opportunity, or we can look at it as something that causes us strife. I'm going to go straight to the, to the good book of wisdom. And there's two key quotes that I wanted to pull from there. One from the book of Proverbs, which is all wisdom. And it says, a, per a perverse person stirs up conflict. And a gossip separates close friends. Have you ever been in a position where you were with some friends and maybe you start to gossip about another lady or maybe you guys got in a rivalry about another man? Oftentimes with women, some of the challenges is with Men, has to do with men and how their girlfriends are responding or what they're doing or something evolving around that. 
And as you start to gossip and as you start to talk about it, do you not see the separation that it causes between them? Me and one of my closest girlfriends, we've only actually had one real big fight where we actually didn't, and it wasn't really a fight, it was just a total disagreement and we just totally stopped talking to each other, you know? And, and, and it was over some, a misunderstanding that had to do with the, one of our boyfriends at the time. So now granted that was about like 10 years ago, but needless to say, it's so toxic if we don't learn how to manage conflict, we can lose friends, we can lose family members. Some of us have even lost children to conflict. Get out of my house. I never want to see you again. They're, in some cultures, they actually ban their children. They, they disown their children from the family. Like they didn't even exist because they broke a family rule or they went against tradition. Oftentimes, maybe they dated outside of a race and they their own race and their family didn't accept it, so they banned them and abolished them from their family. You see, we run into this all the time. Even, thank you, even going back, like uh, Nora said, even going back to scripture, like Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, right? We see this all the time. And unresolved conflict, as we talked about yesterday, now this could be many types of conflict, unresolved conflict with self, unresolved conflict with others, Unresolved conflict in general literally causes a disconnect in our mental capacities, which oftentimes, if, lingers, if it lingers long enough, it often can turn into something in a manifest in something physical. So that can manifest in activating a cancerous cell. That can manifest in having some sort of rash on your leg and you don't know where it came from. That can manifest in your ankles getting swollen. That can manifest in thyroids. That can manifest in fibroids. That can manifest in, in lungs. It can manifest in so many different ways. I'm even gonna go out there and say that, you know, statistics say that majority, if not all, physical ailments causes, that's caused in our body comes from the way we think. They say it comes from our thought life. This is why we talk about, yesterday was Thought Catch Thursday, and this is why we talk about catching your thoughts and really paying attention to your thoughts because I hear teach, James Brown, thank you so much. Because our thoughts literally dictate our reality and manifest in our lives. And most of the times, if it's negative, well, not most of the time, if it's negative thought, it's gonna be a negative manifestation. That's why we teach with the Mindset Gym, the program that we have, that I have, the Mindset Gym is really all about focusing on those thoughts so we can bring it to, most people don't realize what they're thinking. If thoughts are things and, and we become what we think about, don't you think we should pay attention to what we think on a regular basis? So going back to the conflict, when there's a conflict, when people are making, I'm saying, yes, absolutely. I see high five. I see yes. Perfect. So when you are in that conflict stage, how do you resolve it? How do you act? What do you do with it? Let's talk about external conflict, meaning conflict within somebody else, with you and somebody else. External conflict. How do you deal? So you're in a conversation. It could be, it could be a coworker. It could be in a relationship with a loved one maybe it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and you guys are talking and all of a sudden, they 
I like to say they get at you, right? They come at you. They start to say derogatory things or they, they make this little slight comment like, oh yeah, well, you'll never do that. that what? Or they make a stuff, why did you dress like that? Mm -hmm. Or they make a comment like, you have no business sense. You, how do you think you're going to start a business? And you, it, it, you get this little knee-jerk reaction because oftentimes in our, the relation, in our relationships, the conflict is going to start from a, some sort of conversation. So how do you respond to conflict? If somebody comes at you in a tone that is not conducive for your success, that is not supporting you, that is actually going against who you are, if somebody comes to you in an aggressive tone, stirring up strife, causing conflict, how do you respond? That's what I want to know. Type it in the chat. What do you do? How do you respond? If somebody says to you, um, what, like say you just worked on a project and they, they basically said that that project was garbage and it was, it was just garbage period. It's not a good project. They, they just totally disrespected what you just did and said it was, it was crap. That was their comment to you. How do you respond? That's what I want to know. How do you respond? Because your response is very important. You see, in life, there's a difference between a reaction and a response. We got to know the difference between reacting and responding. See, when you react, your instant reaction is like, who do you think you're talking to? Who do you think you are? Don't you And you just want to go off on them. And that's a natural reaction. Your reaction would be to defend yourself. I worked so hard on this project. I put, what you think that I, I studied that? I have my MBA. I, and you want to go in and start to defend yourself. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, I, I always treat people good. I always treat people with respect. You want to go in and defend yourself without even really realizing that that is an instant reaction. Some people get physical. Some people just want to sucker punch some people when, 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 they, when they hear that, right? That's a reaction. So the difference, what's the difference between a reaction and a response? How do you respond when people say these things to you, when people come at you in an aggressive tone? How do you respond when somebody hits your, honestly gets to your feelings, hits your, hits your, hits your sensitive place? You know, it's like, well, that hurt me. Because, you know, hurt people hurt people. So a natural response is want to hurt them back and give them another slick conversation back and poke at their insecurities or poke at their flaws because they poked at yours. Listen, we all have flaws, but what happens when somebody's poking at your flaws and pointing it out and, and calling you names? How do you react? You know, I had an example. I had a recent, um, you want to respond representing God's word. Well, now, I mean, all the more power to you. <laughs> Absolutely, you want to respond representing Christ-like. So for those of you who, who understand that, oftentimes, I don't know where we got this as, as, as Christians 
And, um, and I, I'm a believer. I'm a believer in God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. And oftentimes we feel like, oh, if somebody attacks us, oh, turn the other cheek. Oh, let's be kind. Just because we are, 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 are believers in Christ, it doesn't mean that we could be a doormat. It doesn't believe that we don't stand up for ourselves. Look up the word, you hypocrites, in the Bible. How many times did Jesus call people out? How many times did he ask them questions and catch them in their own lives? You see, I don't know where we came up with this, oh, turn the other cheek and let people take advantage of us. No. That's, we still have a right, but it's how we do it. I, and I'm speaking from experience because I used to, you know, I used to be that doormat. I used to give, give, give. And when people will come back at me, I would want to attack them. But I'm like, oh, well, I want to be a good Christian woman. So I'm, I'm not going to, okay. And I just sat there and took it until I didn't. You see, it's about how we respond to these people and how we react. I recently had um, somebody that I just met. Okay, so we're talking like a couple of weeks. And I'm now understanding who this person is. So I've just been observing. I've been in an observing stage. I've learned, because I meet a lot of different people and they got a lot of different intentions and, and I want to just suss out upfront, what's the intention, what are we doing, you know, those type of things. So I'm just in observing phase. I haven't done anything. I haven't acted in anything. And all of a sudden, this person came at me in a text message. Oh, well, you know, you just, you're asking all these questions. Mind you, I didn't ask any questions. They were venting about a, a situation and I was lending an ear or, you know, via text. So figuratively speaking, and I was just listening. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. And I was just being there for the person. But all of a sudden the person felt like they were explaining something about a situation, which I never asked for. And all of a sudden this person was starting to say, oh, and they just started coming at me. And I said, oh, well, is oh, well, isn't this interesting? So I observed, and then they started to attack me and my character. I'm like, oh, I've known you but two weeks and, and, and pretty much just smiled. How do you know anything about my character? I said, oh, and they started making firm conclusions about how I operate. You see, we gotta be mindful of people who are starting to make firm conclusions about who you are. Because the main person that's supposed to know who you are is you. So when other people's opinions come and tell you, oh, you're, you're leading, but you, you're not a good leader because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, you should be doing. When people start to shit on you, you got to take a look. See, our natural response is to want to tell them who they are or to correct them and say, no, I do this to prove yourself. But what's it worth? You see, oftentimes people that come through, like we talked in scripture, a perverse person, they're coming with an opinion already formed. It's not our job. It's an attack. Thank you so much. It's not our job to convince them otherwise. Who are they that we must sit there and convince them of something that they've already concluded? Because you know what? Life is all about who you're being at that stage. That's where they are. So I sat back and this was in a text message and I sat back and I said, hmm, I could either A, respond and tell them, listen, my friend, you don't even know me. So I'm not going to take like your, your, your words can't even affect me because you don't even, there's no, you have nothing to stand on. If you've known me for 30 years, if you work with me in business, if you 
talk to me about different things and then you say, hey, Chantal, this is what I noticed. That's a totally different conversation. But if you barely know me and you want to come and say certain things about any individual, even there's some people that may know you for a very long time saying these things about you. We got to discern where are they, where is it coming from? Because it's never about us. I could have easily taken that personal, but I said, how can I take it personal? It's not about me. I didn't do anything. I didn't, I don't even, I barely even know you. But most of the time, and as I, as I was reflecting on what we were going to talk about today and why conflict came up, it's because most of the time it lingers because it, this one actually lingered because there's a little something inside of me that really wants to just lay out the facts and just prove the, 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 the void, the null and void conversation that the person's having. But I said, for what point? They've already made their mind. Have you ever been in an argument where somebody said something that's wrong, that's false? Oh, you went to the store instead of going to, um, instead of going to pick up dinner at, uh, you know, grandma's house, for example. I sent you to grandma's house and you went to the other store instead. When really you went to grandma's house. You're like, I didn't go to the other store. And you start to explain yourself but they're convicted that you went to the store and not to grandma's house. But then you still want to explain yourself. No, I got, when somebody's convicted, you let them be. You let them be. Cause there's nothing. So I, oh, there's one thing, look at Michelle Obama said it. And I loved her quote when she said it. Um, and I know many have said it before. When they go low, you go high. See, handling conflict is all about, it actually is a test. It's testing you to see where you are as a person. Because the old Chantel would have probably went into some stories and try to prove the situation wrong because I see that it's wrong. But the new Chantel, I said, hey, I don't have time for this. I'm out here. I'm, good. I'm writing a book. I am on phone calls with clients. There's people out there suffering from depression. There's people that don't know the answers. There's, I'm going to networking events. I'm jumping on a plane to Dubai on Monday to go and speak to, to I'm speaking at the Air Arib. I'm speaking at Ernest & Young, a consultant. I'm speaking all these places, but I'm gonna take my invest time. And this time it's actually spend time writing, to a, writing a text message to somebody who's already convicted. I'm seeing some comments here. Thank you guys so much. Um, we must be swift. We must be swift to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. Be angry and sin not. Yes, of course. Be slow to anger, right? Be slow to anger. But if you really, and if you really tune in, you can see where's this person coming from? One of the greatest skill sets that I've, I've learned over the years that literally has blessed me because it would have caused me to be a different person if I didn't learn the skill set is understanding where the other person's coming from. I, a, another time I had a, a, a conversation with a, a friend of mine, we were doing business together out here in LA and our conversations are usually pretty cool and all good. But this day they called and they started to just, they were like the negative Nancy and they just started to turn down everything, shut down everything and started jumping to conclusions. And I, in my head, I said, Hey, that's not you. That's not like you. And, and it started to attack me again. And I said, Oh my gosh, here we go. And I said, Hmm. And instead of responding, what did I say? I said, 
I totally changed the topic because I was not going to go down that route. I was like, not today. And I said, how was your day, by the way? And it caught them off guard. They're like, huh? I was like, oh, how was your day? Side note. Oh, it was a long day. I had to go to court and I had to, and they just started to list off all the crazy things that went on in their day. And I said, ah, in my head, ah, that's where it's coming from. And I said, you know what? I'm just, I'm just about to go wrap up um, some things for the evening. Can we talk about this tomorrow? And, and they took them by surprise. I'm like, yeah, it, it's fine. We'll just talk about it tomorrow. Is that okay? And they're like, okay, sh okay, sure. We hung up the phone. And then we, I brought it up another time and then it was all good. See, you, we have to understand sometimes where people are coming from. People are coming from hurt places. So it's, they're coming at you. If, you're, if conflict is coming your way, it's not about you. Yet you can also listen to what they say. Because my biggest critics are my biggest lessons learned. I have to see, okay, is there validity in what they're saying? Is there any inch of validity? Could there be any room for misinterpretation? And what can I do about it? I always reflect about it after because everything happens for a reason. What comes out of their mouth happens for a reason. And I take it as an opportunity to grow. But I also don't engage in it because oftentimes for us spiritual folks to understand this, what actually happens is a spirit takes over them. When somebody acts out of sorts, a spirit, it could be a spirit of anger, it could be a spirit of rage, it be, it's a spirit that takes over people. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood, we're not fighting against each other. We're fighting against something higher, something more powerful, something that we cannot see. In the, in the word it says spirit, it, it, um, principalities and powers. That's really where these conflicts are coming from. They're coming to attack us for a reason. But if we choose not to respond and not to engage, that's our choice. We can't, we can't, we can't, we cannot. We, it is impossible to control what people do. But we can always control how we respond. And so today, responding to conflict, this is why this is the topic. It's because how can we control ourselves when somebody comes at us? And sometimes it's with some craziness. How do we control it? And again, how do we control it? And some people, let's not go all the way to the, uh, take a pendulum swing and say, and allow people to beat up on us verbally or physically or anything, emotionally. How do we control our response yet still hold our posture for who we actually are? That's the key thing. You think, you think, you think um, people beat up on, on Jesus verbally? You think they emotionally abused him? They couldn't. He was so congruent with who he was and his purpose. There's many times that, you know, where people wanted to um, take him and throw him off the ledge and all these things blasphemy and he would just get lost in the crowd and do, 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 and go about his business. Just jump on a boat and go, go somewhere else. If somebody rejects you, when he told people to go out two by two and he said, don't take anything and go down into the, to the cities. And if they reject you, you dust the, your, the, you, you dust the dust off of your shoes and you keep it moving. But what happens with us? We engage. Oftentimes we engage with these perverse people as, as the word says, these perverse people that are actually causing conflict. 
and we engage, we accept it. A, a mentor of mine used to say, spiritual vampires, we have to let them in. This is how we let them in, by engaging in it. They can't, if, I always say, let them have a one-way fight. They can fight with themselves, but they don't, I'm not gonna get involved. It doesn't need to be, it's my choice whether I engage in it and have a two-way conversation. So I see some more comments here. Thank you guys so much on Periscope. Uh, Norris says, we must be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to rap. Oh yes, I read that. James Brown says, emotions cause them to be defensive. Yes, emotions, are, so we get tied up in the emotional element which causes us to be defensive. That's what causes us to be like, oh, no, I'm not like that. Oh, no, but for what purpose? If you know who I am so, I am so clear on the, what I'm doing right now and who I'm being and, what, and where I'm going. If somebody calls it, he, like one of the responses was, uh, oh, I don't like to take action, let's say. If I know I'm an action-oriented person and someone tells me I don't like to take action, naturally I'm going to want to defend it. But when you're so confident, it actually it makes you laugh. <laughs> I, I promise you, some of the things that I've read, this what people said, I, I laugh. It's humorous. It's, oh my gosh, that that's good. That's real good. Because when you walk in that confidence, your emotions, you don't get caught up in that. You know who you are and you don't need anybody to validate it. Too many of us go and look to things and look to people, look to circumstances to validate who we are. Oh, if I win first place in this competition, then I know that I could be a great model or I know that I'm smart. Or let me ask people's opinion. See, asking people's opinion, you gotta be mindful when we're asking opinions of others. Because what's the purpose? Are you looking for validation? Many women, women, my sisters, we do that often, don't we? That's why, that's why we stand for purpose, my mastery, and truth, because we got to know the truth about who we are and our purpose and let that reign. Nobody can tell me anything different, I promise you right now. I was going through a phase in my life where I was with a partner and the partner, um, I started to excel and the partner uh, didn't really want me to, subconsciously didn't want me to pass and surpass um, a certain level. And so they started to say derogatory things to me to pull me down, but at the same time they wanted to encourage me, but at the same time they wanted to pull me down. And I remember this very clearly, very vividly. And there was a point where I actually allowed it to impact me. It took some time, but it, it, I started to allow it to impact me. And then I started to second guess myself. Then I stopped doing what I was doing. And then I started to just be level with life. Then I lost my zeal, I lost my zest. Then I started to question things. I started to question spirituality. Do you see, it goes down into this, this spiral to this hole when you don't know who you are, when you don't have that posture, when you don't know, you don't know that you could rely on the comfort of, of your, your relationship with God. This is where we lead into depression. This is where we lead into mental illness. This is where we lead into things that don't serve us. Created for battle, wow, says James. How can we not participate in negative energy? Oh, James, amazing question. 
How could we not participate in negative energy? I'm gonna keep it very simple. Just do it, like night. Just don't engage. You don't, cause it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a vortex. It's like a portal that's sucking you into this battle. Have you ever found yourself saying, you know what, I'm not even gonna entertain it. Next thing you know, you're in a screaming match with the person or an eye for an eye. It's just a choice to walk away. And believe me, that choice, it, it, it brings so much reward, but it takes a lot of strength, especially if you're doing it for the first time. It's very simple though. It's just a choice not to engage. My first thing is, is I like to actually um, see if I could shift the conversation and shift the person. That's my first attempt. I give them a different perspective. But once I give them that little edge and I say, well, have you considered it could be something like this? Once they slam it, shut it down because of their perspective, I say life is always about perspective. They're wearing orange sunglasses. So when they look through life, all they see is orange. It has an orange tinge. That orange could be negativity. So anything that they do, they're gonna find a negative thing with it. That's their perspective. That's the glasses that they're wearing. So when you come and tell them the sky is blue and they're wearing orange sunglasses, they're looking up and seeing an orange sky. Do you understand what I mean, figuratively speaking, obviously? So you may come in with an empowering perspective, a positive perspective, a motivating perspective, but people are where they are in life. So if they are where they are and seeing from a negative standpoint or seeing from their perspective of being hurt, maybe they just got through a crazy relationship or maybe they just got fired, their perspective is off. If you're not able to shift the perspective in that time, either you're gonna take their perspective or they're gonna take yours if you engage in the conversation. And negative energy tra travels 11 times faster than positive energy, so who's gonna win and what's gonna win? If you engage. The main thing is, is to walk away, do not respond. I'm gonna tell y'all a little something that I discovered in the past little while, and it's crazy. You see on your phone, there's this little, this little button when you go to settings, when you go to somebody's name and you go to settings and whatnot, you see all the different options. There's a little button, it's called block. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've, that block button has been so empowering in my life, I promise you. For those that need it, I don't use it often, but there are one or two times that I've used it and it was the most refreshing thing for me because what happens when you don't, they're still sending you messages or they're still calling and just seeing their name. I don't even need to read the text message. Just seeing their name may bring up a certain energy. And, and, and depending on how, where you are in life, it may not be as easy for you to switch out of that energy. Listen, I protect my mind, my space, my energy in all circumstances because I'm on a mission that's beyond me. Because somebody out there is wired to hear my voice. Somebody out there is wired to hear your voice. Somebody out there is wired to see your painting. Somebody out there is wired to be moved by your music. So when we're trapped in this conflict and this conundrum of negativity, we're not being who we're meant to be. So that's impacting somebody else's life. This is why it's not about us. This is why we gotta snap out of these things that, we, that, we, that suck us into this portal, especially in conflict. Because when we engage in conflict, it's almost like electricity. You know when you plug something in? 
have you, you know, when you like, let's say you have a light, a, a lamp, you plug in the lamp in your in, in the socket, you turn on the lamp, boom, electricity, you're going to get a bill at the end of the month. And it's going to say, use this amount of wattage, etc. Right. Did you guys know, even if you turn off the lamp, electricity still coming out may not be as much, but electricity still coming out from that socket. You're still being charged just a little bit. It's still an entryway. So even if you disengage from the person, even if you say, oh, I'm not going to, but if there's, if they still have access to you, they still have access to your energy. You're still being charged just a little bit. That's why sometimes it's refreshing to just eliminate and block and filter on the positive things in life so you can get and be and do and have what you're designed to have and impact the people you're meant to impact. Norse says, block is a very useful feature. Guard your heart with all diligence. Amen, brother. Amen, amen, amen. It is so, so powerful. How to not allow negative energy to dictate our actions. So this is an even deeper conversation. Negativity to dictate our actions. Well, you literally, life is just about a choice. Sometimes we're looking for this big, amazing secret when we just have to realize like Mike, just do it. Just make that decision. I had to decide not to engage and respond to those text messages that I, that I had. I had to decide that. And I let them know. I said, I'm no longer going to respond because this is a non-value ad <laughs> conversation that's not going anywhere. And I don't engage in those conversations with all due respect. Thank you. And God bless. And then I had to resist you know, people say, how do you resist? You just do it. You just make a choice. I, I had to resist. There's many, I've had maybe at least two or three times I, I felt the need to, to, to pick up and say something. But I had to resist. We're human. We may have that need. But I had to resist. And then what do I do? I shift my mind and focus on something that matters, like the show or my, what I'm manifesting next or my relationship with God. And I'll go and sit down and spend time with God or my book that I'm writing, I would go shift. Just like with children, what happens when you, if, they're, if, they're, if they have a cookie and it's not time for a cookie, you take the cookie away, what are they gonna do? They're gonna cry. So what do you do? Instead, you give them a toy. Okay, now they're all right. You gotta replace it with something. You can't just take away in life. It doesn't work like that. Our brains don't work like that. You gotta replace it. So if there's negative energy coming towards you, replace it with positive energy. Replace it with something that's positive. Replace it. That's why people listen to music. That's why people, you know, write or they paint or they have an outlet. They go for a walk. Find whatever works for you and replace it. And that's going to be the best solution. Um, let's see Instagram. See some comments here before we wrap up. Hello, Mr. Nathan Powell. Mia, how you doing, girl? Yes, love it. Just do it. Find solutions. Don't indulge in, indulge in the problem. Let go of negative the negative charge. Amen, sister. That is exactly it. Amen, amen, amen. So today we were talking about conflict and handling conflict. We talked about the difference between responding and reacting. Reacting is our natural instinct where we want to maybe just sucker punch somebody or we want to just verbally let it have it <laughs> and all these type of things. However, when you respond in, 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 in your posture and learn, especially you Christian folks out there that want to be good Christian women and good Christian men and 
oh, I'm not going to let them impact me. Oh, be slow to anger, be meek, and boom, let them smack me on my face. I encourage you to read, to read the Gospels and see how Jesus responded. And I made a point to say that, to a point to read up on that at a stage in my life because I used to be that, okay, I'll turn the other cheek. I used to be that person until I realized how bold Jesus was, how quick he would win. It was all strategic though. He did it at the very, very strategic times in a very strategic way, how he would ask them questions that would put them in their place. He wouldn't even need to respond. There's many examples I can go through. You got to read it for yourself and see it for yourself. If you want to learn how to handle conflict, that's a great example. Follow the, the ultimate example of, of how we are to be spirit beings in a physical body here on earth and how Jesus manifested his, uh, himself or God manifested himself through Christ and learn how he responded. He didn't just let anybody walk over them. And at the same time, he didn't engage. So this is what I wanted to impress upon you guys today. As you go throughout the weekend, you may encounter conflict. None of us are void of conflict because everybody is at where they're at in life. And sometimes if people are coming from a hurt place, they're gonna hurt on you, right? They're gonna come at you. They're gonna let, let go. They're gonna let loose on you. But you have the power to A, know that it's, let me tell you something, it's never about you. It really isn't. You'll know when somebody really wants to help you and say, you know what, Shanta, um, that last speech that you did, okay, look, uh, first of all, you gotta, you, you were too loud. Second of all, um, you, you, you know, and they start telling you, so maybe you should, and they, you can tell when someone's trying to give you constructive criticism to empower you and make you better. And you can tell when somebody's just trying to come at you and judge you and come at your character out of nowhere. And we got to realize that we got to let them go. Let it be. State your place. Let them know you don't engage in those type of conversations. And move on. Because just like with, like scripture said, we, we talked about a little bit earlier. Here's, here's one that's really great from, from Matthew, the gospel. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their flaws. Just between the two of you, if they listen to you, you have won them over. Do you see? It's just between the two of you. And as I wrap up today, it's when, when people, a lot of times when people do it publicly, it's not about you to avoid engaging, walk away. You have the power. By you engaging, you giving away your power to them. They're controlling your emotions. They're controlling who you are. You have the power to actually step away. And it says here, if, you, if they listen to you, you have won them over. Remember, I was talking about perspectives. If you offer them something and they listen, that means they're ready to receive. You've won them over. But when they rejected it, have you ever been in a situation in a conflict where you, you give them a, no, well, actually, I actually jumped in the store, jumped in the car, and I went directly to grandma's house. I didn't stop at the store because I knew I was going to be late because of traffic. And they say, ah, they listen to you. They're open to receive. It's just miscommunication. But if they're not, disengage. It's not going to serve you or them. 
So I hope this has been a blessing to you guys. Uh, for those of you who probably know people that um, need to hear this message, just click that share button right now. Share, 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 let them know. And it would, uh, it would be a blessing to them and to others. Thank you guys so much. Um, Nora says, by you engaging, engaging in public, you are lowering yourself to their standard. Exactly, exactly. Oh my goodness, my goodness. I've had many conflicts in, well, not many conflicts, but I had a couple of conflicts, especially growing up in high school and whatnot, where um, it was public and I just had to walk away. I was just like, I don't even know who you're talking to. I don't even know what happened because it was all wrong. It was all gossip. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to be over there. See y'all later. You hold your power. I love it. Thank you. Hey, Mika. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, Tammy. Hey, Carrie. T, she says, awesome stuff. Well, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Appreciate you all on Facebook hanging out. And uh, always remember, if you wanted to be able to engage and to really keep a focused mind, because oftentimes we get distracted with these things, you could always go to contact Chantel, spelled C-H-A-N-T-E-L-L-E, dot com, and you could check out the Mindset Gym. You can connect with me personally. I would definitely love to have conversations with you. If I may be a blessing to you, then wonderful. Praise God in Jesus' name. So uh, looking forward to it. If you're listening to the podcast, awesome stuff. Leave a comment. You can always go to contactchantel.com and find out more. So I hope you guys have a beautiful, blessed Friday. Happy Frame of Mind Friday. And this is what we are framing our, our minds with for the weekend to be mindful of how we react or respond to people in conflict because it shows up. It's never about you. Always use this as an opportunity to grow. And so always remember you have one life, make it count and navigate on purpose. We'll see you guys on Monday where, oh, Monday, we're going to have a special Dubai edition. So we're going to, it's going to be very exciting all next, for the next couple of weeks. It's very exciting. Mumbai, Dubai, uh, we're, I'm going to be sharing as much as I can with you guys, giving you guys a little bit of insight of what's going on there. Some of you have been there, some of you haven't. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. So thank you guys so much for, for joining. I'll see you on Monday. It's going to be special. I'm very excited. Um, and uh, we're going to make it stick and make it count. So remember, you got one life, make it count, and navigate on purpose. God bless and have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you for listening to the Wake Up and Live show. We stand for a purpose, mind mastery, and truth. Expect to be shifted. If this program has impacted you in any way, shape, or form, if it's hit your spirit in a powerful way, or allowed you to do or to think differently, please hashtag CS Impact. Our CSI team has a goal to reach 1,000 lives by the end of this year, and this is a great way for us to monitor our impact. This program is being sponsored to you by ClearTheCrapKit.com. For those of you who want to be released from your emotional burdens and break free from your emotional baggage and really overcome your stinking thinking so we can stay focused on our goal and our lives and our God-given purpose. Get your Clear the Crab Kit today. Always remember, you have one life. Make it count and navigate on purpose.